you champ feel, right you now. You feel good about Almost Iron? There. Fuck yeah, we gotta we gotta get into Goof Em Up Zone. We gotta get in the All zone. Right. Hey guys, Auto Zone. Uh, I just need the utmost professionalism from all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for keeping oh, it real. Like, which is to like say, picked, why the, the fuck would you say that? Why would you establish the impossible? Just so you're aware. Say yeah. that is this how you wanted too. the goof ups to start? Because no. we're gonna fucking rip on this yeah. for an say, hour. <laughs> Hey everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here. Thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. Holy hell, am I excited! I, I, I really feel like this season was, um, you know, in it was just a goofville for a while, and then just just suddenly it just took a, it took a hard turn into, <laughs> into intensity town, and I've I've just been having a blast. I've been having a blast running it, and I've been having a blast sharing it with y'all. Uh, and not to spoil anything, but the action's just going to keep barreling on through the next couple sessions. So, uh, so let's do a quick recap and get right into it. Last time, led by a reluctant TP, Yon Yon, Biggle, Alok, and Matthias made their way into the Cavern of the Singing Door. They got into a fight with the same Duergar that Dodge encountered previously, and despite coming up with some semblance of a plan of attack, uh, the fight went not great for them. Things look like they might turn around now, though, as the titular door hit all four of them with a coral blast, bringing up unique memories from their past and ultimately resulting in them leveling up with new abilities and full health. Meanwhile, Dodge woke up in a fucked up prison cell somewhere, only to find himself staring into the face of Betty. She told him that Larry said not to kill him, but then pulled out Dodge's dagger and said she doesn't listen to Larry anymore. What? will become of Dodge, and how will the new abilities the other heroes gain help them in the coming confrontation with Larry? Let's find out. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Four of you are in this cavern with the singing door yeah, dude, right right which has just blasted you with an otherworldly sonic sonic blast of love yes love, <laughs> love energy uh it's the dawning of the age of aquarius here in I'm the feeling uh, it <laughs> in the cavern of the singing door um we had an initiative order and I don't know where we were in that order because uh, my scribbles and notes from the last session are completely indecipherable. Have Yan Yan read them. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you where we are. <laughs> I'm gonna go first. <laughs> I'm also this gonna go second. This initiative order has Yan Yan twice on <laughs> yeah. it. I don't know. Was that that was on purpose, right? I'm mean, uh, top and the bottom, dude. Did you know that if you go two times in a row in the turn order, you don't have to use any spell slots either? <laughs> So here's here's the here's the I situation as I re- recall it. Yon Yon and Matthias, you are both still in the water. Alok, you had jumped out of the water in a very complicated, long, 
winded narrative of how you jumped out of the water. It was pretty straightforward. I don't think it was long winded. (laughs) Only to be well, uh, the you know we'll we'll let history poor result. Um, But uh, yeah, the poor result was that you got knocked unconscious and your body was drug over near the entrance of this cavern, and you've been tied up by. the so there's two enlarged Durgar. One of them drug your body away, and the other three that came off the scaffolding came and joined him to kind of tie you down. I don't remember this. Okay, well, I didn't specify the tying down, but they came over to help with your body, and that's what they were helping with was tying you down. But the door blasted, so they've only been able to tie down one of your hands to uh, the post of this ramp coming off this entryway. Um, so that's where you are. Biggle, I believe you came out of the water and you hid behind a rubble pile. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, and I leveled up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is Just also FYI, thing. in case you forgot. Is yeah. that in your notes, Blake? No, that is in my notes, <laughs> yes. Uh, you guys also, yeah, from this blast from the door, what happened was you all had a memory and we became empowered with a new ability and you also healed, got all your... You got all your HP back, you got all your spell slots back, and you level up to level five. This door did did well for you. On top of that, it looks like these Durgar are stunned currently. They're holding their heads like, oh, fuck, bro, what the fuck? This song sucks. I hate it. It's just noise. And Biggle, I have you at the top of the initiative order. Tight. So we're going to start with you. Kick fucking You're ass. behind a rubble pile. Yep. By the water hole where uh, the pool of water where Matthias and Yanan are is one enlarged Duragar. Over by the entryway to this cavern are the rest of the Duragar. One of them enlarged, three of them not. They have tied down, they've been, begun to tie down a lock, but they are stunned and holding their heads. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I. Mm, hold on. <laughs> trying to make. I'm trying to read what this thing does that okay. you told me about. Oh, catapult? Yeah. You basically get to fling an object, a small little object. Boing! Well, it says You're an object, object between one to five pounds. That's correct. So pretty dece. Pretty dece. Yeah. And you get this spell for free. It doesn't count against your spent spell slots. Dude, Wait, sick. what? Yeah. Mm. That's the ability he got. Um, okay. You can cast it once so, a day for free. But Alok is toast. Alok was toast, but because of the... The boon of the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everyone else leveled up. I'm just like kind of. This was only for you. Everyone else is dying. Look, I knew it all along. That was was, just for comedic timing for the podcast. Once he heard the the words level up, he went to a. I'm wide awake. But I'm also like eyes closed. They don't know I'm awake. What about this? Okay, hit me with it. You're going to pull that. Dude, okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm oh. gonna do it. Who's winning the argument? I, You're doing in your brain right now, dude. I can't wait for you to get fucked by what I'm about to do. Me either. I'm about to cast a spell that I've never cast before, and okay. uh, it's called Flaming Sphere. Okay. Except instead of flaming, a uh, flaming sphere, um, it's going to be basically a giant junk ball. Yes. So it's just like floating, like all kind of like the shit sprockets from and all springs over the and ground. Yeah. 
is just going to like congregate together. Mirror battle sphere. In a big, <laughs> yeah. yes, <laughs> mirror exactly. battle sphere of stuff that starts floating around me. Uh-huh. Um, and with that, I'm going to... Um, so the spell allows me to put it somewhere, mm-hmm. but I'm going to not do that yet. Okay, where is so it? So I'm it's just, just going to cast around the you? spell, and it's sort of hiding. It's with me next to this rubble pile. Right, it's hiding behind the rubble there's pile. There's a mirror battle be, sphere crouching. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be seen yet. Is how big is how big is this sphere? It's 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 like, I I mean it's big. It's like, I don't know, bigger than me. The but, rubble pile okay. is only five feet high. So is this like? Are you like a fantasy version of a dung beetle at this point? No, I'm not pushing. It's just like your ball of <laughs> just he's doing ball Megatron. trap. You're rolling a foil ball. Give me a minute. I'm really gonna fuck these guys up. He's doing Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make this snowman first. Okay, nobody move. Nobody move. Nobody Stand move. right just there. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> just wait. Just wait right there. Wait right there. So that's what I'm gonna do right now. I'm in. I'm. I'm. Uh, You're not moving the sphere anywhere. No, I want it to be next to me. Okay. Well, I guess I can. The thing is, I can't move it very far. Right? You can move it 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay. Well, then, hell yeah, dude. I'm going to move. I'm going to make This is it. your... Uh, let me let me describe... Let me just... Then I'm going to put it over by them. Yes. Let me I'm put... Gonna, let me drive the point home. It shows up underneath their They feet. are stunned, which means they're incapacitated, so they can't take actions or reactions. And on top of that, they automatically fail strength and dex saves. So give me oh, a, okay, 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 okay. Meat grinder. Slap them. Dude, yeah. Up from underneath their feet... Comes this giant. This is the wrong book. Giant ball of like whirling gears and junk and razor wire mm-hmm. and shards of glass and stuff like that. <laughs> okay, which you some, kind of magically summon. Yeah, yeah. If they end their turn in the sphere, then they have to make a saving throw. Which additionally, I'm tell you if you what slam it, it into someone, they have to make the save. Yeah, but for the first turn, it just appears. But as a bonus action, you can move it. Oh, I know. Right. So you okay. can move it now, like an inch, and then they take damage. You can't hold your bonus action. No. they. It, it rises underneath them. It rises them. underneath them, so they either have to move out of it. Which they can do on their turn, and they won't they, be ending their turn in the sphere anymore. What I'm telling you. I understand you, that, but I can't, I can't use my bonus action on the same turn to move the sphere. I just why? cast it. Because it... Bon- yes, you can. You, you can, can use that. a bonus action to just move it. That's what you do. You summon the sphere and then bonus action move it. Ooh. Yeah, and so if you move it slightly, they. I'm just trying it. to find the thing. They're okay. gonna fall off. It's no. What what we're doing here? It's the spell flaming sphere, which is in the regular PHB. We're reskinning it for Biggle, right? To be instead of flame, chunks of weird flaming shit. Gear, flaming gear. Wait, no, yeah. no. No, Ball uh, gearing no. sphere. Gearing sphere. There you go. Got there. Gear sphere. <laughs> gearing sphere. Gear sphere. You're casting the spell gear sphere. Yeah. So okay. geary. Here we go. Geary. Oh, geary. Okay, it's five feet in diameter. Okay. Okay. Uh, Just barely hides behind the rubble pile. Definitely bigger and, than big old. Like yeah. significantly bigger. Yeah. yeah. And What's your diameter? It can move up to 30 feet. Yes. Okay. Which you can get it up to these guys. Okay. So I make it and then I hurl it over towards them. Okay. <laughs> there are so, there are four guys over there. Which one do you want to hurl it into? Make a deck saving throw. 
I want to hurl it into whichever one so, it's going to hit first. So there's the enlarged guy with the skull tattoo yeah. on his head. And then there's the three non-enlarged guys. One with like super clean boots. Another one that like very... Dude, his boots are pristine. Very, very insanely clean. No, I want to do it to the big guy. Okay, cool. Uh, he automatically fails the deck save. Tight. So and I'm also damage. hiding behind the rubble pile so they don't know where it's coming from. No. Okay. They don't. Yeah. They're stunned. They don't know what's going on. They're holding their heads and saying, Oh, the song sucks. Yeah, yeah. So he takes two D6. So roll your damage. Junk damage. <laughs> what are Durgar most afraid of? Junk damage. That's going to be seven. Great. Good turn. Dude, you're inspired. <laughs> Dude, wait until my next turn. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I love Are the junk Three fall. hours from now at this rate? Look, I had to learn what I was going to do, okay? I know. It's going to be if a complicated thing. you had thing. time to do that. There, this is a healthy glare. Is <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. Gear Sphere slams into Skull Tattoo Guy. Yon Yon. In the water. What do you do? Uh, I am going to get out of the water. Mm-hmm. And there is an enlarged Durgar right there uh, They're not, with a braided, with a braided beard that Alok tried to cut off. How close are they all to each other? Um, so there, four of them are congregated over by Alok. Okay. Um, and then one of them is very close to the edge of the pool that you're coming out of. Okay, I'm going to run over to where Biggle is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my hands up in the air. Mm-hmm. And then like a giant... Where the ones over by Alok are, mm-hmm. like a giant ball of like purple energy mm-hmm. is gonna appear and just come slamming down on them. I'm just gonna cast fireball, but reskin it as like a as like necrotic ball. energy. Yeah. Okay, necrotic ball. Which Necro-ball. will hit Alok. Yeah, lots of balls. Which will hit Alok? Yeah, he's right there in the middle of all four of them. I oh. sorry, Alok. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, really? No, uh, I didn't realize he was in the middle of them. Um, I mean, yes, until you said that. Okay, let me start over then. Uh, Then I'm going to get out of the pool, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to run over to what Bigel is, and I'm going to put my hands on the ground, and my head's going to go up, and my eyes are going to roll in the back of my head, and then I'm going to cast Summon Undead. Okay, this sounds way cooler. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, how come every time I'm hiding, you run over to where I am? (laughs) use you as a shield i'm smaller than you dude right to use you as a shield shields are typically usually smaller than people no that's not the way the opposite of that Um, i think your shield logic might be flawed yeah a lock from way over on the inside so i'm going to i'm going to summon a undead minotaur oh shit whatever sure So basically, out of the ground, just just this, like, tendrils, tendrils of necrotic energy, yeah, just shooting from the ground whatever death existed in mm-hmm. this place at any point throughout time, converges into the form of an undead minotaur, apparently. Mm-hmm. And all right, this has now been summoned. Did, does, uh, does it get to do anything? Um, it's going to attack the giant minotaur, or the it, giant uh, Dorgar. the enlarged Dorgar. Yeah, the one with the braids mm-hmm. by the pool. Yep. Okay. So it does a great axe attack. So basically okay. it appears with a great axe. So it's going to run over and attack the giant Durgar. It's going to do a great axe attack. Um, it has plus six to hit. That's a 19. That's good. So yeah, that'll hit. And then it's going to do a 
it's going to do 2d12 plus 4. Oh, God. Holy fuck. It's going to be 2, 4, so 8 damage. All right. That's a big great axe. It's like Habsie style, man. It's a rangy great axe, Okay, too. just to clarify what has happened so far, now that you guys have access to level 3 spells... <laughs> A uh, whirling sphere. <laughs> Once they get level three spells, I'll never be able to win. <laughs> that's no, I'm just the level of bananas shit that's happening in this room it's versus cool. what has happened in the past. Mm-hmm. That's is true. all I'm trying to. Yeah, we got clarify. wizards in our party. We like our potassium. Sure. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. I think that this Duragar is going to be no match for this. Undead Minotaur. How long does this Minotaur last? Uh, it lasts for an hour. Oh my god! Ten days. Yeah, it lasts, <laughs> it lasts for an Essentially. hour. Essentially, yeah. all of eternity. He's just going to be clomping right behind you guys. Yeah, uh, breathing heavy and. Short. Oh, one th- one detail I failed to mention, which is uh, radically important, is that uh, standing near the entrance of this, uh, the entrance to this cave is uh, the rat folk that has the weird helmet on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is watching with glee as all this happens. And when this minotaur appears, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and claps. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Matthias, you are an octopus in the water. I am an octopus in the water, and uh, Matthias is going to extend his octopus arms, uh, at least four of them, uh, up toward the Duragar that is standing over the pool, and he is going to grapple him. Okay, this is the enlarged one that the Minotaur just attacked? Uh, yeah, and I am going to roll a dice, and he will fail that check because he's stunned. You are correct, sir. Um, and I am going to grapple him uh-huh. and use my entire movement uh-huh. to swim down into the dark, into murky the dark water. cave yeah. um, for uh, approximately 60 feet of swims. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Sad. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So we're deep. We're deep in there. Um, go ahead and, and roll a perception check for us while you're in there. Yeah, sure. And um, see if you uh, it's gonna be uh, uh, scuba thirteen. <laughs> okay. There. As you are rushing, as far as you can to get this enlarged Durgar into a space that may lead to its drowning, uh, you get the sense that there might be something else in the water with you. Alok, you are surrounded by Duragar. There's one enlarged one and three smaller ones. And your left hand is tied to a post. You were unconscious, but now you're at full ferocity. What do you do? What am I bound with? Is it like just some rope? Uh, you are bound with uh, just it's just a standard rope, single cord, single cord rope. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know enough about rope to give a cordage well you rating on the it. Cheapest one when you said <laughs> single cord. Why don't you roll a luck check? Okay, to see how shitty the rope is. Pretty high luck. Um, what's the modifier? Is There's no modifier. 16, just, then. All right. Yeah. It's pretty standard shitty rope. It's, one, it's, one seen, a lot of, it's seen a lot of wear. It's seen a lot of wear. 1.5. Yeah. It's seen a lot of wear. Cool. 
Um, it hurts your wrist a little bit. Quo. It's itchy. It's like not quite twine. It's just above that. So um, what I do is I wait for them to uh, let Come out go of their of, stun? Yeah, they're all stunned, right? Yes, correct. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> makes this a lot easier. Um, I'm going to just give a simple four, forearm flex and snap this rope off. Okay, roll a strength roll for me <laughs> first. It's one point five cord, dude. Yeah, oh, we, we established like four arms. Like, yeah. oh, How do you have nowhere? I'm gonna do a mad choke. I just shoot out two arms. Just like straight back. up Goro just style. Yeah. <gasps> didn't know that was one of the perks of being a half orc. Yeah, you get to hide your. That's a natural arms. twenty. Oh shit! Oh my god! Okay, here's what happens. You don't break the rope. You tug the whole. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the room stops. <laughs> you tug the whole fucking post out. Yeah. Start beating people to and, death with it. Um, it's like it's like in Fast and Furious Four when they have a safe that they're that's driving five. through the five. So, oh my god! And they're oh driving god. the safe through Fortune. Brazil. I resign my position as dungeon master. Fine. Too uh, bad. There's no replacement. Um, it's okay. We're family. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, you have this thing attached to you uh, now, which is essentially another. It's something you can goof with. Yep. What do you do? Um, I so which which um, scaffolding am I being tied to? Oh, sorry, you're not tied to the scaffolding. You're tied to the the posts connected to the ramp by the entryway of the. Okay, cool. Um, so I use that uh, post. Mm-hmm. I give it a huge whip around and swing it at the enlarged Duergar. Okay, me. great. Make an attack roll. I'm going to miss. <laughs> <laughs> turn, turn over. Okay. Well, what's well, great... It was it, a nine. It was a nine. All right. Uh, yeah, you you do miss, but only slightly. Okay, Because great. you have like a plus five or plus six to hit at this point. Yeah, um, and so what I do then is I give it a, a sick yank, mm-hmm. a really sick yank, and use my extra attack ability. Okay, yeah, you get to attack twice now. And that is going to hit for 22. Okay, yeah. Um, or for 20, sorry. Yeah, 20 hits. Let's, uh, let's make it a D8. You sure? I could make it a D six if you want. I don't. Know. Or I could follow rules as written for improvised weapons and just. No, I just I. I mean, post is pretty big. <laughs> they tied me to it for gosh's sake. Um, so that's a seven. Nice plus your strength. Uh, so that is a ten. Hit for ten. All right. And um, I'm gonna. Need- oh fuck! Shitty music and now this. I'm going to... This job sucks! I'm going to run as fast as I can. Uh, I'm going to try to get away from them and run towards Biggle and 
Yan Yan behind the mountain. <laughs> There's so many other places you can hide. Uh, Please, yes, hide by them. <laughs> if there's if there's one thing where we are, man, it's consistent. <laughs> Unbelievable. You always take the best hiding spot. Okay? <laughs> That's because I'm always the first one to I'm, go there. You the first, yeah, exactly. Okay. Hey, how is that my fault? Sorry. Hey, so are you slay claim on you know the the greatest real estate? Do you, are you guys gonna wait? You know me what's off? a good idea about I'm, a hiding spot is when you hide there and then the bad guys see a bunch of other people running to that spot. <laughs> that makes it a really good hiding spot. All right. And yeah, They're so stunned, I'm they running can't... over to them. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Uh, I'm going to have the Minotaur move over by us, too. And because they're stunned, there's... <laughs> hey, just to be clear... Hold on, hold on, guys. <laughs> Where's Matias? So what's the plan, dude? Um, it is now their turn. And... They don't know where any of us are, though, right? <laughs> Where's everybody going? <laughs> they're just like there, and then they get behind that rubble, and they're just gone. Uh... They are. Is that a ball of trash? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you um you flung your ball at uh one of these guys, right, Biggle? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean they they're spending their turn. You guys basically get a free round, it's a surprise round, because they were stunned. Sick. And so they're spending their turn coming out of their stun. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, did I knock the large Duragar like prone or anything with that huge post? No, okay. unless you wanted to spend superiority die to attempt to do so. <laughs> I'm just um, curious. <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. I want to use a maneuver. I want to use a precision okay. attack. Um, I just just on a metagame level, uh, they are spending their turn coming out of stun, so you you you'll get an opportunity to do that on this next round. You guys basically Sick. got a free round of action. Oh, cool. To uh, to do stuff. So, um, like you doing that isn't going to change the fact that he's there. But I knew that. Um. <laughs> Like that's why I wasn't gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Biggle, uh, you, he, this, oh, so this guy's gonna end his turn next to your uh, gear sphere. Oh yeah, and so in he's gonna take another two d six damage. Two d six, yeah. Get fucked. So go ahead and roll damage for that, and I'll oh, say you can get one of the other ones too. <laughs> Ooh, that's a ten. Damn. Nice. Uh. Oh shit. Yeah, he dies. Oh, amazing! Big boy, big boy, die. He's dead. Skull tattoo guy, die. Nice. Bro, was that your first? Is that your first notch? It, it might be. Ball, it is. It might yeah. be your first no. no. Biggles first kill. No. Please. Uh, no. So yeah, your your gear spare. He, he comes out. He comes out of a. He comes out of his stun and is like, "All oh, right, what the fuck?" And then just just chunks of his body get torn apart and ripped off of him by Gross. the at, at an alarming speed like an indecipherable speed as these gears and bits of wow. you know construct magically uh summoned just like tear through sandpapered him. yeah that guy did not respect the trash he gets spackled they never do man they never do and I'm gonna say you can get. Like one, I'm gonna say you can get one of the other guys with this sphere too, because they were all kind of near each other. Amazing. Um, so, do you want clean boots guy, works out guy, or hard hat guy? Mm. Boots, boots. Clean boots guy. Yeah. Why? Why? Okay, dude, that guy doesn't work hard. Anyone with clean boots doesn't work hard. All right, no. get the clean boots guy. Let's dirty up them boots. All right, uh, they are the dirt, they are dirtied up with his dying blood. He had already taken eighteen damage. Whoa! From... Damn, dude. you chose Kill? correctly, you. dude. 
You chose correctly. These guys are Double fucked, notches. dude. Yeah. These guys are so fucked. Uh, I just bought these boots. <laughs> So uh, the Durgar in the water, <laughs> my bright white Chuck Taylor. Uh, the Durgar in the water with you. Uh, um, I almost called you Zer. Uh, with you, Matthias is struggling against your tentacles. Yes. He dies of grief. <laughs> almost. My homies. Uh, and now it's your turn again, Biggle. Check this out. Yeah. Remember, as a bonus action, you can move gear sphere, slam it into someone. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna one up that. By while all of this shenanigans have been going on, I have been constructing a catapult made out of magical energy. Okay. I'm going to retract my sphere ball to me okay. and place it lovingly inside the catapult. Locked and loaded. How many pounds does it weigh? Well, it's a whirling ball of magical energy. I guess if it was five okay. feet in diameter, fire, then it was weightless, presumably. And then I'm going to launch that motherfucking catapult right at one of these other dudes. What do you say to that, Blake? I say that seems a little Looney Tunes because it like the, the spell catapult. I think it has to be in like an actual physical object and not like a, a magically thing. Right. But. Now ball fire. That's now gears and stuff. <laughs> I mean, here's, catapults so here's, were basically used to throw giant balls of fire. What, that is absolutely you can get, true. I feel you can like get, there's some uh-huh. wiggle room. Am you I can right? Get the, listen, this spell is, mm-hmm. the spell catapult is to move a physical object. Right. Right? You can, as a bonus action, still move your gear sphere and do the catapult spell to I shoot a, I just wanted object. to do it at Why once. Why don't you just use the minor illusion cantrip? To make it look like you're catapulting. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I wanted to do was just double stack that damage on that which, gear bolt, which I can you do. You can still do. I know, yeah. but I just wanted you to let me do that in flavor without having to cast two separate spells. It's not casting two separate spells. I know, but yeah. for the theater of the mind exploration, that's what I want to do. Okay. Sure. <laughs> You move your you use your bonus action to move your gear sphere over by this. I set it in the catapult. Yes. I look at all of them and I'm like, you better duck. And then I launch the catapult and it right over the top of Alok's head. Okay. Yeah. Shoots across the room Mm -hmm. even faster than if you just moved it yourself. Way faster. Uh You target, <laughs> but the same distance. <laughs> yeah, with the same amount of damage. They call well, that's because that's I have triangulated the distance for max. You did impact. the math real fast. Dude. You math tigered on the floor of this cavern. He's Pythagoras. He called the ball back to then shoot it at them. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, who are you hitting? You are you hitting well, works hitting out guy, guy or hard hat guy? Well, who? <laughs> wow. Has any? Have either of those guys been attacked before? Um, you can make an insight roll. I would love uh, to. Make there an was some damage roll. that was dealt uh, in the previous fight, and then some That's damage that was dealt. Plus my insight. Uh, works out, guy. Looks like he's a little bit more worse for wear. Oh, then I'm gonna definitely hit hard hat guy. Okay. Great. He's gonna wish. He has to make a deck save. He's gotta make a deck save. Oh, I rolled a four for him, my guy. That's gonna, we should put his, that get hard hat on his dick. When yeah, he came that's over. what I was just <laughs> thinking. Was like that's what I was thinking, too. That's crazy. <laughs> we were both thinking about this guy's dick. Wow, how weird is that? 
It's not that weird. So he's going to take 11 damage from the ball. Okay. And then he's also going to take another 3d8 bludgeoning damage from the, from catapult. the catapult force. Yeah. So roll the 3d8. I think this guy's toast. You have to I'm roll pretty shitty what I'm not to kill him. Right Wow. So that's another 11 damage. Yeah, he's he dead. Bigel that's how you one shot. Dude, that's how you Bigel one just shot. went super I, saying. I uh, <laughs> really did. You know, one time I made a catapult out of balsa wood uh, when I was in scouts for like two weeks. Uh-huh. It was cool. <laughs> Good story, Brett. Wow. Uh, Yan Yan, what do you do? And your minotaur? <laughs> Fuck. I forgot that's in here too. Oh! Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm yeah, going to the next 59 minutes and 54 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, I am going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. And then I'm going to move like 20 feet um, to the other. Or I'm going to move to the other. To one of the other rebel piles. Of the other rebel mm-hmm. piles. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have my minotaur charge at the last guy and do a charge. At works out guy? Yeah, it works out guy. So his charge attack does 2d8, and then he if I if the creature ran for more than 10 feet, it does an extra 9 damage. Okay. So Make an attack roll. Nine, number 9. So number 9. Number 9? Number 9? Number 9? So I get to use my catapult once per day? Yeah, for free. That's yeah. sick. You guys are going to just see me. So you he got, does slams the axe down. On my you got to make an attack roll you first. Oh, yeah. and you're like, all right, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody get my stone, hit. please. <laughs> he does 19 yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah. Works out. Guy says, "I shouldn't have skipped leg day," <laughs> and dies. Nice, sick. Um, good God, this went a lot faster than I thought it would. Dude, your wizard's just fucking unloaded. Yeah, uh, Matthias, <laughs> you're in the water I with uh, the level two spell. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got him grappled still. Mm-hmm. Um, and little does he know, all his friends are dead. All his friends are dead. Do you guys remember that? Book? Um, what, what book? The book where an There's octopus some... dragged a guy underwater, <laughs> no, and then my... he found out all his friends were dead. <laughs> no, all my what book dead. is it was that? About a dinosaur that was like lived in the future. <laughs> oh my! No, it's dark. I... Like the future in the nineties, <laughs> like like two thousand one, or like the future from of, now. What was that cartoon? Oh my god, that was no, no, dark. No, no. Uh, Matthias, like, what are you doing? Existential dread of, of the plot Encino Man. All my friends are dead. I love Encino Man, and for of the record, his lady, right? his, in the end, his I lady is there. I say, this is a guy that loves the movie Encino Man. It is the movie I have watched the most in my lifetime. That does not, yeah. Yeah, it was on a recorded VHS. I'm nonplussed by this. It was on a recorded VHS. I don't know about that movie. I don't know the yeah. first I'm just fucking thing tell about you, that movie. The movie started with Rookie of the Year, Middle Shot, and Ceno Man, and it ended with Rodney Dangerfield's and Jack Hayes' Ladybug? Ladybugs. Yeah, it was an amazing VHS. Wow, cool. I don't Great. know anything Happy about uh, any of those so movies. I don't know why. Happy times. Let's let Matthias take his turn. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Matthias as an octopus is yeah. uh, going to. Move down the pipe more, yeah, yeah, and even further away from the surface even of the pool. Further away, mm-hmm. and he's gonna release the Duragar, mm-hmm. go back the other way, and cast and use his ink cloud ability, 
which also allows them to do the dash action for free and good god get out Nick is just putting us all the shame about we the juice so overpowered yeah get get out like basically go back through the tunnel up into the pool climb out of the pool and re size with a duragar that is about a hundred feet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. into this tube in <laughs> has no idea cloud, where the fuck he is in a cloud yeah. of ink. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty note sad, to self. Man. Homie lives down there. You now. just <laughs> drowned somebody. Not for long. <laughs> yeah. No. Matias absolutely knows forever. That you just Blake. Doomed, doomed this person to their yeah. a horrible, horrible death. Yeah. Uh, note to self. Never have a water temple season. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm just going to roll. Here's just for the sake of kind of expediting this process. I'm going to roll a perception roll for this guy at disadvantage. Yeah. And I'm going to set the DC at 15. And so if he even knows the way out. Yeah. I mean, just imagine being drugged into dark water. Yeah. And then and, I would imagine let's start that, speed yeah. is like what? Starting out with the fact that he was 10. stunned in yeah. the and moment of no, dragging. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, disadvantage, DC 15. So he's on land and then wakes up submerged underwater. <laughs> somewhere Deep. A hundred feet away from the surface. In yeah. a pool Inky black. Uh, so with his perception bonus, which is zero, he gets a total of six. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And bye he bye. was never heard from again. Okay. As you come out of the water, Matthias. Blub, blub. Uh, and you you said you re-Matthiasalized. Yeah, so I will... Do you turn it into Matthias in the water, or are you like... What is half it? octopus, kind of, half... Yeah, yeah. You're like what? Out it's as like, like the, with eight the, arms Like a couple shit. arms come up, and like as like those arms turn into Matthias... Like it's it animorphs, just, dude, but backwards. Yeah. yeah. Human, um, human morphs. I was yeah, just and, and he would go toward whatever the outcropping is on the farthest south area. Okay. Yeah. Uh, of the pool. Yeah. 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 I don't okay. know where they are. I, he has no concept of where they are, but he remembered right. that thing. Yeah. You emerge into a scene of carnage, having not been able to see any of this because you were in water the whole yeah. time. There's a giant necrotic energy minotaur that has just slain one of these things. A, a, a sphere of gear, a spectral sphere of gears floating around over the dead bodies of two of these. And it's. And all your companions are standing there and coming up out of the water next to you. Except for me. You can't see me. That's. Oh, yeah. Where's Yanyan? I don't know. Maybe he's uh, in now. Who knows? Coming up out of the water next to you is a soaking wet TP. And he looks at you. I leveled up too. I feel much better now. <laughs> his ears tuck back a little bit and he shakes off his fur shakes off some of the water and he looks at you and says Dodge has Roscoe's hat if I don't bring that back I'm for sure dead if I had an action I would punch him in his rat face Hey everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here. Just wanted to take a quick break from the game to tell you about our friends at Black Rabbit Service Company. 
Black Rabbit Service Company specializes in the sales, installation, repair, and service of all coffee brewing and dispensing systems. With over 25 years of combined industry experience and a true passion for specialty coffee, Black Rabbit Service Company is the clear choice to help you level up your coffee game. Let's let's say you're Dernan, running the Yawning Portal Inn in Waterdeep. When road-weary or aspirational adventurers come through your doors, you want to make sure that the coffee you serve them matches your legendary reputation. Well, Black Rabbit is here for you, Dernan. Just just grab the nearest internet wizard and go to blackrabbitservice.com. That's blackrabbitservice.com. They can consult on your new layout, recommend equipment, sell you what you need, install it, and maintain and repair it over the years to come. So if a troll attack happens again and the steam wand gets broken on your brand new fantasy La Marzocco espresso machine, no problem. Black Rabbit will get it fixed for you faster than you can say mending spell. So, if you have any specialty coffee needs and you are in the Pacific Northwest or the LA area, you don't need to look anywhere else. Head on over to blackrabbitservice.com and level up your coffee game. That's blackrabbitservice.com. Now in the cavern, catching your breath, Amazed at how quickly you turned the corner on this fight. Standing wet on the edge of the pool next to you, Matthias, is a wet TP. There is a... Biggle, do you still have your gear sphere going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a... a a low hum from this gear sphere that is in complement with the the periodic choral voice emanating from this singing door. And in the aftermath of the carnage, you just hear the You guys did such a good job! That was so fun to watch! I have the Minotaur look at him. Whoever. <laughs> cool Minotaur! And it's coming from this rat folk guy that has this helmet. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna. We can assume that that's. He's communicating. That's, this is Larry communicating to us. You can make that assumption, yeah. Okay. If you, if you want. Um, can I make an insight check? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead and roll dice. I, can't touch I guess we're device. doing that. We're, we're, we're playing a game where you roll dice. Uh, yeah, you can roll insight roll. Can I probably can't use my artificer's lore unless I have the helmet, right? Uh, you know what? I'll let you use the artificer's lore on this helmet, and because you're, you're you're basically trying to ascertain whether Larry's like yeah uh, seeing through right, this right, right, being right, right. with yeah. this helmet that he okay. it's wearing. Mm, two times proficiency bonus. So, what was that? 12? No, 15? 15? You you don't think that that is exactly what's happening. Oh, okay. You you, you had that assumption, but Mm -hmm. when you you give a good look at this helmet that this rat folk is wearing, Mm -hmm. uh, you you conclude that, no, it's doing something else. Hmm. Interesting. 
But he's just like standing there chilling. Yeah. Hmm. This is and and he says, "So are you guys? Uh, are you guys ready to to carry on? You you can't get out of this room without a key card." And then the, you see that the helmet and uh, it, it it short circuits a little bit, and one of these antennas coming off the helmet shoots off this energy, and and the uh, his voice changes, and he says. There's no way you're going to get out of this room without a key card. And unfortunately, I have one right here. I have one right here! I got a key card here in my pocket. I got a key card so you guys can get follow me if you want. Dude, is this Batty from Friend Gully? Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That was for you, Brett. Apparently, <laughs> audience reached. <laughs> so, are we just playing out the story of Fern Gully now? Yes. Okay. So, Brett. Fern Gully 2. Take it away. No. <laughs> I mean, I want to follow this guy, but I also want to check out the door. Check it out, man. He says, uh, do, what, do, what, do what Biggle would do, man. Yeah, do what Biggle would do for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Feel free to gather yourselves. Larry's waiting. Okay, I want to. I want to know. Is I he like hold? Sorry, I don't oh. know if Biggle knows what this door is. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think any of you guys really know what this door is. You just know that it's but got this sound coming off there. of it, and it did some gnarly shit. It made that big loud sound. Mm-hmm. Do we know that our like? spell and our level up comes from the door you can make an insight roll okay Mm, that's a 15 yeah absolutely this you would not have these powers had this door not done what it did okay you know that for sure uh do we have time do we have to come right now He looks like he's thinking. Uh, His fur bristles a little bit. I guess not. Maybe if you, you know, if you wanted to do some other stuff, look around for a minute. I guess that's fine. I, I, I'm just waiting for you, you know. And who are you? And Larry's. Uh, my name's Nitwit. <laughs> Who are you? My name's Nitwit. Who are you? Oh, shit. Remember fucking... Uh, TP talked about Nitwit. He said what they did to Nitwit. What's, oh, what's, I'm looking That's at right. TP. What's TP doing? How does he look? Uh, his... <sighs> Two things are happening on TP's body. He doesn't say anything. But his ears tuck back and his whiskers bristle. Hold on, let me check the Discord to see what that means. <laughs> <laughs> because you never told that to us, but you told it to them. Yeah, he did. He did tell us. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In one of the episodes. Did I? You did. Yeah, you did. Oh. I went over like his whole when he does this. He exists. He has this reaction. Oh, it was like after that. he left. One of the times. 
where you try to <laughs> run away. Where's Dosh? He's irritated, annoyed, frustrated, and also he's scared. Mm-hmm. Um, does he know who are you asking that to? I'm asking that to Nitwit. Where's Dosh? (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) Oh, I guess that's why you asked. Uh, Dosh is, uh, Dosh is, he went to visit the doctor and, (laughs) yeah, to see if, uh, see if he might be, uh, you know, joining the group. I mean, Biggle, join in the group. We got a good group here. Like that. Like a, like a cult, like a team. More, yeah, more like a team. Not so much cult. That you would say that. Yeah, because that would otherwise I'd have to really do some soul searching <laughs> if I admitted cult status. Are you gonna investigate the door? Uh, I, as a player, I really want to, but I think you can, you can just kind of give it a look over it, you know, like you take a moment and make, uh, an arcana check. Absolutely. Arcana. Yeah. That every fucking time. Sometimes you never learn. That's a two. All right. (laughs) It's a door. It's a weird (laughs) giant slab of stone with weird Mm -hmm. motif on it. Welcome back to door talk. Dice voice (laughs) podcast. (laughs) You know, so, we really dropped door talk in but season three, but wanna, let's get back to it in season four. I know that I rolled a two, but I like I know in the Biggle spirit of door talk looking at it mm-hmm. that this is not like like this looks like a magical door. Yes. It doesn't look like a Larry made this door. Absolutely. Okay. So there, like, I would surmise that there is something here that makes them want to be around. This yeah, I mean, you can look around the room. Yeah. There's, they're they're excavating this thing. They're, it's it's clear to you. You don't know anything about the door, mm-hmm. but it's clear to you that Larry's trying to find something out about it. And I would also assume that if they haven't gotten in yet, we probably can't get in right away. So that helps Biggle make a decision of like, okay, yeah. we got to find Dosh. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Can I ask you one last question? Does yeah. the helmet on his head look like it's like sutured at all? Or is it like when he's moving, is it like, moving? Oh no, it, it's, it's attached to this. Okay. It's fucking, yeah. It's on, in, it's on there. Okay. Yeah. Does he look good with the hat on or no, he looks bad. terrifying. Oh, okay. Somewhere between cartoonish and terrifying. Mm. All right. Um, I want to, it's fucked up what happened to this rat folk. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I want to swing the post from my arms mm-hmm. as hard as I can and try and snap the rope like at the right point where it just catapults at the wall. Okay. Sure. I don't know. I didn't understand. It might that, take but a yeah. little bit of tiger math to pull off. <laughs> that's, good. that's definitely gonna seem tiger math. Yeah. Uh, that's a yeah. You don't. You, I'm sorry. You don't even have to roll for it. You're cool. just trying. You're trying to break break the rope. Yeah, but I'm trying to throw it at the wall. I'm trying to break yeah. the rope in a cool at the singing way. door. Oh, at the singing door. Sorry, okay. did I say wall? Yeah, no, you did. Singing door. Okay. Yeah, you throw it. Nothing happens uh, to the to this giant slab of stone. 
motifs. Does it, does lapis it lapis vibrate? Do I like feel anything? Because no. I, I, I mean, I and imagine in fact, I kind of have this like tingly too. Yeah, you can you can make an insight roll if you want. Um, as you slam the post into the. <laughs> It's a nine. I'm feeling tingly. <laughs> Better slam this post into a wall. <laughs> As one does when one feels tingly. You knock one on the goes door. Post slamming. Yeah. Uh, I got nine. Yeah. It was bad. The the door seems even more sturdy. Like it, you don't you it, you you get the sense that like if you'd slam this post into the cavern wall, bits of rock would have fallen, and you know. It's almost like hitting uh, an iron door, but even more sturdy than that. Is like the, this thing is... I guess I was just wondering, does it make a vibration? No, like, it does, does not. Does it make a loud sound? No. Okay. No gong? No. Okay. Mega ultra stone. So it looks like we're going to follow this rap book? I guess so. I really don't want to. Sweet. I'm still invisible. Uh, I'm going to have the Minotaur... Like, start moving towards the rat folk, and I'm going to follow, like, 10 feet behind the Minotaur. Okay. Uh, he says, All right, you guys, you guys do all the, you know, gathering of your persons and assessing of the room that you wanted to, I guess. So here we go. Is this I've like a looking, roller coaster? I've been really looking forward to this. Talk to us the whole time. Uh, I want to, I look at TV and I say, should we kill this creature? I I know that he is one of your kind, but is it a kind death if we kill it? Hmm. <sighs> Boy. Uh, TP's fur bristles, and he says, That's not the nitwit that I know. If the opportunity arrives, I will let you do what needs to be done. You know your people better than I do. He just nods at you. Uh, so this rat folk pulls out. Uh, he takes you down. He takes you down this walkway, down this tunnel of rough-hewn stone, and you come to this door. And there is a little slot next to the door. And he pulls out, uh, and, and there's a sign above the slot that says, uh, restricted, orange access only. And he digs in his belt and pulls out an orange key card and slides it into this slot. And these double doors open, and you come into a big rectangular room that has a bunch of of these thresher uh, constructs hanging and a bunch of pipes coming up uh, up into the ceiling. And they just, they're just hanging there connected to something in the ceiling, but just not doing anything or moving. And there is a door off to your left that also says restricted orange access only and then there is a door to your right that says restricted red access only 
Mm-hmm. And he says, the uh, uh, nitwit says, uh, we're going straight to Larry as per his instructions. And pulls out a red key card and opens the door to the red access only. But what if we wanted to see the doctor? <laughs> you don't want to see the doctor. I'm telling you right. I'm telling you right now. You don't want to see the. You don't want to see the doctor. Um. Yon Yon, like you guys can't see him, but he's like really struggling with this because like his whole thing with like someone being trapped between life and death is like very much like a prison. So he's just like. Like just cringing, <laughs> invisibly. Uh, all right, we've. I mean, all right, let's go see Larry. So he opens this door, the red access only door, and you see a long hallway, about eighty feet long, mm-hmm. and it's very dimly lit. And midway down the hallway is a set of double doors on the right hand side, and. You all walk in silence. The Minotaur hunched over. And at the end of the hall, you see another single door. Nitwit walks you past these double doors, which also have a sign that says red access only on them. And takes you to this single door. And he says, hold on, let me see. And knocks on the door. And you hear a voice say from inside. Yes, I was thinking that it would take about that much time. I've been waiting. Come in. And Um it went... I'm so nervous right now. Like I, Alok is just like clutching the like rag doll that his daughter gave him, and he's just like nice. so nervous about yeah. this. Nitwit opens the door, and you walk into a small little office. Um, you're in kind of the bottom left corner of this office. Um, there are three chairs in front of a little coffee table. One of the chairs is smaller, uh, biggle-sized. The other two are normal human-sized chairs. And on the coffee table is a decanter with uh, a brownish liquid and a cloth with something under it. Uh, And sitting behind a curved desk with a, a plant, a potted plant next to the desk, and the plant is reaching up almost to the ceiling, and it's undulating. Sitting behind a curved desk in a, a very fancy chair is a halfling with slicked back silvery gray hair and spectacles. And he doesn't look at you as you come in. He has something on the desk in front of him. It looks like a puzzle. And he's got, he's 
putting together this puzzle. He doesn't look at you as you come in. He's very intent on it. And directly across from you, all along the wall, is a bookshelf. And it's a very uh, austere bookshelf. It's huge, but uh, this a, a lot of space on it. And you see amongst the books are little terrariums, small plants, little figurines, stone figurines, and little um, sculptures and construct things, all decorative looking. And then there is another door uh, off to the right. And as you come into the room, you see the the, the wall, all along the wall that uh, has the door that you came in, are a series of maps hung up. And these maps are all varying interpretations of the world, of Omiya. And they're all radically different, done by... Uh, just completely different art styles, different renditions, different shapes to the continents. Um, they're all the same, but different. It's all the world, but they're all differently drawn with a different hand and a different artistic eye. And this figure behind the desk wearing a very nice high-collared black coat as he is slowly placing the puzzle pieces, he says, thank you. Uh, sorry, that's the wrong voice. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> hey! <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> the night show. What are we? Uh, he says, thank you. God, I can't get it. Uh, thank you, Nitwit. Now, would you please uh, check on yesterday's surprise guest? and make sure they are uh, properly provisioned. That's all. And Nitwit shuts the door, and the four of you, along with the Minotaur and TP, find yourself in this room. And he's sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, like purple, along eye with glowing, like I imagine it's like very Diablo. Just normal. Like smoking, Welcome just to my office. Axe, like just chilling. Just heavy breathing the entire time. He says, uh... First things first, I believe those items are yours, Biggle. My sincere apologies for the inconvenience. While quite effective for meeting out, uh, while quite effective for meeting out violence, uh, insight and discernment don't appear to be dominant traits in some of my allies. And he, holding a puzzle piece, he finally looks at you, Biggle, right in the eyes, and then points at the cloth on the table. And he says, I also wasn't expecting so many seats to be taken. Apologies that not everyone can sit. I'm going to reach. I'm going to reach for the cloth. You lift up the cloth and you see underneath the cloth. Your bag of holding. Mm -hmm. And senior Boomba. Your little robo construct that was stolen from you by the orcs. And he says, I hope you don't mind. I made a slight modification. Think of it as a metaphorical tip of the hat from one man of science to another. A hopeful gesture, even. What'd you do? Feel free to flip the lever on the right-hand side. I flip it. It floats up and levitates. It's pretty cool. 
Indeed. How'd you do it? When you flip this switch, Biggle, you watch a, a light illuminate underneath Senior Boomba, and it levitates up in the air off the table. Well, that's a pretty clever modification. How'd you do that? This was one of my many inventions, something I've been working on for quite some time. I believe you've encountered it before. It's the same mechanism that allowed the carriage, which Chaz escorted you to the Port of Legs in, which allowed it to float off the ground. Yeah, we've seen that. (laughs) Indeed you have. Lots of creative work here. Thank you. I appreciate the, the insight and the compliment. A lifetime of study. Uh, he says, I imagine that you all are here to mete out some justice in response to some slight that you perceive. For this, I apologize. It's a complex world we are all trying to navigate. Ascertaining who is your ally and who is your enemy can be difficult. Well, I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I'm here out of curiosity. As am I. One thing is that you have my friend, and Mm. my other curiosity is what is your perceived slight? Uh, He says, well, to your first observation, I do not have your friend, if you are speaking of Daj. He is currently considering whether or not he wants to render, uh, no, render, uh, he is currently considering whether or not he wants to contribute his strength to our organization. A consideration which I believe he will ultimately decide is in his best interest, as it is all of ours, to work together. Orc spit! No way! Dosh wouldn't flip! No, this is bullshit. Hey, Locke. And I gesture toward the door to walk out. Mm-hmm. Try to open the door. Does it open? Uh, the door to the office? Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, the, uh, Nitwit. Nitwit is gone. Yeah. It's no Nitwit. Uh, not orange, in the hall. Orange keycard. Larry, orange keycard. What is it that you think that you are going to do? We are going to talk to our friend Dosh. If you like, I can bring him in here. But you will have to wait. The complex is large. Oh, we will have to wait. Yes, I apologize for the inconvenience. Oh, no, no, no. You are Shut welcome up. to help this yourself. This is garbage. You speak garbage, garbage words. There's a, in my language, there's a word for this, and I wish I could explain it to you, but it's one of those compact words where we have to pack it all together. This is garbage words. Yeah, good garbage. Bring- Total garbage. <laughs> Let us find him. Let us talk to him. If your cause is so much better, then yes, he will tell us with his own mouth. We can wait here for Daj to show up, if you would like. Well, how long are we talking? Are we talking, like, a ten-minute 
Uber ride or something. Or <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. This is all bullshit. He says, we should just kill this man right now. He says, uh, well, I understand your frustration, Matthias. It's a frustrating time to find yourself in. If you wish to attack me, I had hoped that such unpleasantries could be avoided. Let me merely ask you a question while we await the arrival of your friend. And he uh, he pulls out a sending stone, and he says, uh, he speaks into it. He says, yes, could you please send Dodge into the room? His friends are waiting. And he says, while we await your friend, let me ask you a question, Matthias. One that I think you, in particular, are in a very specific place to have a very specific, specific perspective on. What is... The Orum. And he snaps a piece of puzzle down into place. And then crosses his arms and leans back and looks at you. So Orum is the words that you use to institute your oppression <laughs> over every <laughs> single individual who is sentient in this world, who lives and breathes and touches the Mother Aurum, but never has any word for it. But you spend your life trying to understand the deeper secrets. But the truth is, it is just wild. It is wild and free. And there's nothing you can do to stop its power. Because it will consume you and every single one of you who tries to delve deeper than just the surface of the earth to grow a simple seed into a plant. He says, I appreciate your striving for poeticism in your answer. Amidst that rambling, you were partially accurate in my estimation. Unfortunately, you do not know me as well as you may think. The Aurum does have connected to it a degree of oppression. He goes back to his puzzle and he says, After countless hours of pondering on this question, I have arrived at a theory which has yet to be undermined. And that theory is simply this. The Aurum is a resource, much like water or wood. And as such, it carries with it many of the same qualities we attribute to other resources. Perhaps the most relevant such quality being that while it certainly exists in plenty, it is... Nevertheless, finite. Now, basic economics defines this quality as supply-induced scarcity, but I would contend that it also, and more importantly, is a structural scarcity, a scarcity by design. So to your point, Matthias, yes, indeed, oppression 
is tied to the Orem, but I guarantee you that it is not my oppression, and I guarantee you that I, despite what you may think, am striving to free as many people from that oppression as possible. Imagine, if you will, controlling all of the Orem, deciding who has access to it and how much they may access, and deciding who is deprived of it altogether. This is an untenable situation. At that, there's a knock on the door. And Larry says, Yes, enter. And um, you, yeah, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. I kind of want to. I mean, I hasn't really. I've just been kind of standing and listening to him like, mm-hmm. invisibly. I kind of want to start making my way like closer to him, like stealthily. Is there like a? Okay. Is there like a space behind him? Um, there like, is. How close is his chair to the wall? It's pretty close. Okay. Um, uh, and to as you're looking at the desk, to the left of the desk is um this plant, but mm-hmm. the only way to really get behind the desk is to go to the right of it. By the plant? No, uh, on the other side. Okay. The plant's on the I want to go to the other side. Okay. Great. Yeah, so Yon Yon, you make your way around to the mm-hmm. side of the desk. Um, you get a better look at this puzzle. Uh, it looks like just a field of flowers. Hmm. And uh, another thing that you notice that I didn't describe when you walk in the room is directly across from the desk on the wall that would have been to the right, of um of the door mm-hmm. as you walked in is a portrait of a woman what does the woman look like does she um, look familiar she looks very happy uh no she does not look familiar at all mm. okay. it's a um very very endearing portrait you get the sense that even though this woman doesn't look familiar, the the artist did such a good job. They really captured the spirit of this person. You feel like you know them. Mm-hmm. Um, does it look familiar? No, it doesn't look familiar. The painting doesn't look familiar? Uh, of the woman? Yeah, like, I mean, there, um, is, there is no aesthetic of the painting uh, that would... The aesthetic of the painting, else. you can you can roll. How about this? If you would like, you can roll a history roll. Okay. Is there a door in there, in the painting? Like a door in the background? Somewhere? No, there is another door in that wall. <laughs> I rolled a one. Do I know who painted okay. it? There is another door. Uh, well, there, there's another door. About. There is another door in this room. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Which I thought I'd said, but maybe I didn't. It's on the same wall. It's in the corner opposite the corner that you guys came in. Okay. On the same wall as the painting. Okay, so I'm close to that door. No, you're on the, on the other okay. end of the room. Yeah. So this knock happens and it's sort of like we've been in locked in this moment with Larry for mm-hmm. a second and mm-hmm. the knock on the door is like kind of jarring. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time Biggle is like getting a sense of the surroundings. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, you might have been just kind of uh, confused by getting just thrown off by getting your stuff back too. Yeah, a little mostly bit. like we just walked in and he like went off in a into a monologue and yeah. so with the door there's like a pause in the thing and so mm-hmm. i'm like taking in the room 
Okay. For a second. Looking at the door and then noticing, oh, there's like a bunch of stuff around. Yeah. Do you want to make a perception roll to kind see if there's of, anything yeah. in particular you're looking for? Or? I don't think there's anything I'm necessarily looking for. I'm mm-hmm. just. Yeah. Go ahead and like, roll. This is. Other than him talking, I don't have a sense of who this guy is. And mm-hmm. now I'm in his office, right? That's a 20. Holy smokes. 22. Okay, so I think me. the thing that's most noticeable to you as you're taking in this room mm-hmm. and you're looking at this wall length of mm-hmm. uh, bookshelf mm-hmm. and, and its sparse collection of books mm-hmm. uh, is that for how uh, – <sighs> magically adept or like scientifically adept i get i should say this this guy mm-hmm. appears to be none of the books on his bookshelf uh really the closest that come to anything really um scientifically academic are like some histories but a lot of it is epic poetry mm-hmm. and um uh yeah a lot of epic poetry and like ancient philosophy like there's a book entitled discourses of prinia um, and right in the center of the uh, right in the center of the bookcase, almost reverently, is what you all would know as as the trilogy, which is the Church of Orem mm-hmm. has their own sacred text, which is three small books. One is called the Lamentations of the Mother. The other one's called the Elations of the Mother, and the third is called the Quietude of the Mother. And you see those books very prominently displayed mm-hmm. in the center um between two uh like praying hand uh, bookends mm-hmm. um so th- the knock on the door happens as yanyan's moving around the side of the desk and as biggles taking in the room and as matthias is stewing and in walks dodge Howdy, fellas. Dosh! What's going on here? What took you so long? Um, Yanyan's going to keep moving closer to um, Larry. Okay. I want to get like directly behind him. Okay. Make a stealth roll at advantage. Stealth, I think I have a plus four. Sorry. Stealth, I have a plus four. Okay. So, 22. Oh, dude. Okay. I rolled very well for Larry. You barely made that. He looks right at you for a second, and you think that you're made. But then Dodge walks in, and he looks away. Uh, Matthias wants to do an insight check on Dodge. Insight check? Yeah. yeah, dude. That's not just to see if there's dodge. anything weird about him. How about this? Roll a perception roll for me. Okay. Um, I'm going to bust my advantage on this. Pre-busting. Okay. <laughs> he loves to pre-bust. Uh, it's going to be a 19. Okay. When you were in the sewers pursuing Dodge as a tiger... You learned how he smells. You learned <laughs> how Dodge smells. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. And not just Tiger Matias, but Matias Matias. You know it deeply and intimately. This does not smell like Dosh. What do you do with that information? Uh, 
Dosh, what's my birthday? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Dosh would not know your birthday, too. <laughs> Dosh would know anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think Matthias would look at Biggle and would look at A Lock and then would look at Larry mm-hmm. and just. Hmm. So what's the haps? This is an abomination. Larry sighs. And he holds a piece of the puzzle up. And he looks right at you, Matthias. And he says, Indeed, very unfortunate. I'd hoped that at least you, Matthias, and you, Biggle, could be my missing pieces. I do not believe in fate, but if I did, I would find myself a cursed man. And he flips a switch on the arm of his chair. And behind him, the wall opens up. <laughs> and the chair slides rocket fast into a dark room behind him. You get a waft of cold air. And then shuts. Uh, Dodge, what do you do? So, you guys come here often? No. I, I've never been here. Have you guys been here before? <laughs> Do you? Why are you being so weird? Let's get this shit off of us. Just. Who, I mean, what art? Is this Taj? No, wrong? it's not Taj. It's. What do you mean? It's definitely not Taj. This guy, once again, every day with this shit. And that's going to do it for this week. So, now our heroes are in a room with the same shape-shifting creature that materialized last season and almost killed Biggle. Are they well enough prepared now to confront her? What does Larry, who always seems to be a few steps ahead, have in store for our heroes? Are we about to get our first big bad boss battle? And... What is going on with Dosh? To find out, tune in next time for episode 11 of The Seeing Door. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. If you'd like to support the show, there are a couple ways you can do that. First, tell people about it. Share the show with someone who you think will enjoy it. Uh, Secondly, please just take a quick moment and leave us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen helps us out a ton and we really appreciate the feedback uh, lastly you can become a patron just go over to patreon.com slash dice boys podcast and find a tier of support that makes sense for you uh, they start as low as one dollar one dollar 
And regardless of what you choose, all patrons get access to more Dice Boys content in the form of our supplementary podcast bonus action, where we go um, kind of behind the scenes of the show, so to speak, and cover a bunch of stuff related to D&D and DMing and gaming in general. And you also get access to the Dice Boys Discord, where you can see DM notes, maps, and chat with us and other listeners. So come on out with us. Uh, again, that's patreon.com slash Dice Boys Podcast. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone. As always, thanks for all the games that you're playing, the stories you're telling, and the moments that you're making. Don't stop. Keep it up. And remember, the right play is the fun play.